I am John Omerchada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as Guy Guy Fox Podcast. Sorry about the sound if it's shitty. Um, Again, I'm still trying to figure this out, and I'm waiting to basically hear back from you guys. I heard it the other day on on the one episode I did. Sounded all right. Um, So if this is, if it's the at the point where you have to turn your volume all the way up, uh, let me know. Just let me know how the sound sounds. <laughs> this would be like five episodes in um, on trying it this way, but uh, I feel better about it. I feel like it, it sounds better than the uh, the iPhone did, so fuck Apple, even though I still use some of their products. <laughs> it's the old shit, all right, until I can get some new shit. Um, I wanted to talk about a certain fella by the name of Neil Pert. You don't know who Neil Pert is. He was the drummer for Rush. Um, and I think somebody might see this as a bit of a contradiction because I said I, I, uh, I was indifferent about Kobe Bryant um, dying. And uh, Neil Pert died, by the way. He's, uh, he's one of my favorite drummers. Um, but, I mean, I, again, I would go into the idea that, all right, well, let's say somebody really likes tennis. Or wait, somebody doesn't like tennis, I, which would be me and I think most others. Um, when if you were to hear that, like, uh, who's the famous ones? McEnroe. He's, he's the only one I know because he's Irish, and he fuck shit. He used to get all pissy. <laughs> but uh, it's it's funny to see a it's funny to see a fairy losing their temper, and they can't do anything about it. But um. Uh, Yeah, so Neil Peart So the contradiction would be like Well, you said you were indifferent about A celebrity and and Kobe Bryant dying But Neil Peart's alright Sports Don't do anything They keep doing the same thing over and over and over Fighting is a little bit more More Productive I guess Sports is the same shit over and over, you know? Um, it, it's it's football. Okay, what's the point? They and it's, I'm not trying to shit on it, okay? I'm really not. But uh, you try to build up a good team that's going to take the ball and they're going to get into the end zone. Cool. What else do they do? That's it. All right, so that's it. It's entertaining. I'm not saying it's not entertaining. One form we like better than the other, right? But music is different. And I don't believe I've ever heard of, of Rush or Neil Peart being involved with the Illuminati in any way, shape, or form. So I feel like he's a very clean individual. Uh, Neil Peart is one of the greatest drummers to have ever lived, skill level. Okay? this is He is in part, and same with John Bonham, who are two of my favorite drummers, um... Same with, like, Abe Cunningham. He's the drummer for the Deftones. Uh, uh, Nick Sexton, uh, the drummer for 311. Uh, who are some other guys? Now, I can't remember the drummer for um, Chevelle. Uh, those are the three brothers uh, that came together, and one of them's a drummer. Um, really fucking good drummer. Um, there's a whole slew of, of my favorite drummers that are out there, but... Neil Pert was from the beginning, man. This dude was fucking awesome. Tom Sawyer. 
You know what I mean? Like the the roles that he would fill in with, and it was just, oh man, the guy can play some drums. And he went on to do his own kind of solo thing, and that was interesting. And uh, he always wore this like African hat. I never got the backstory behind that, but I also have a a six degrees of Kevin Bacon um, with Neil Pert, in that my priest, the shadow priest, who whenever he finally gets a hold of me, at one point or another, will. Um, he is, uh, I think, the spiritual guide to the maker of Neil Peart's drums. The actual guy that makes the shells for Neil Peart. Uh, my priest is his priest. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. And it was so funny to hear him tell me the story because he didn't know. Like He, didn't, he was like because I told him I was a drummer and he was like oh I know a guy that makes drums and I was like really he was like yeah he's up in Canada and then me and me and my priest talked about how much we hate going to Canada because of the border patrol once you're in Canada it's it's alright except for Windsor because it's basically like a uh, a nicer Detroit but uh, once you're in Canada the Canadian people are you know nice so uh, it's their border patrol that really sucks asshole but um Anyway, so we talked about that, and then I was like, so he makes drums, and I was kind of like, maybe I could get some drums from him, because I haven't had my own set since I sold them a while ago, and then I I meant to buy more, but money had to go towards bills, so I've been playing on other people's kits for years, but um, he was like, yeah, he actually makes these drums for a, a really famous guy, and I was like, really? He goes, yeah, yeah. You know, and just kind of like, no big deal. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, I was like, do you know the band's name by any chance? And he's like, uh, he goes, no, quick. He said quick. And I go, the band's name is quick. And he goes, I think so. Something like that. Something about speed. And I go, where is the band from? And he goes, well, he, the drummer is in Canada with him where he makes the drums for him and I go is his name Neil Pert and is the band's name Rush and he goes that's it and I go holy shit <laughs> but not that it was any real big deal or nothing you know uh, but that was my six degrees for Neil Pert uh, but I also use there's and there is ego out there and I'm I'm guilty of it from time to time but I don't know if I dislike Ringo Starr more because of his fans and the Beatles and John Lennon and its preposterous, pretentious songs that he would put out. Uh, fucking pro-shit, bad, hippie fucker. Um, I'm not a fan of the Beatles. I cannot stand the Beatles, to be honest. Uh, I, and even though I can't stand them, I still admit that there's they've got some songs that are pretty darn good sounding. I'll give, I'll give it to them. Pretty good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it credit where credit's due, and they've got some songs that are pretty good. Um, I, they're not. I don't. They're not my favorites, but um, I. And I also, I really don't understand the movement of the Beatles. I think it was more of a time and place type deal, but you know them crossing over into drugs and shit like that, and it was just like, you know, through the '60s and getting all hippie-ish and shit. Maybe that's what it was. Um, it's a turnoff for me. I just, I don't, listen, I got a hard time listening to a band full of guys that are 
or basically all pocket whatever it may be pocket drummer pocket bassist pocket pianist pocket uh, guitar they weren't overly skillful at what they did their voices weren't all that great you know what I mean like to me I just it's not as good you know you've got Led Zeppelin I actually got into a, ba- a debate with somebody where they're like well they were the influence for so many bands it's like I don't know about that man I don't know um, and then it came on to Led Zeppelin and they're like somebody said yeah they were they were uh, uh, in, uh, whatever I just said that word uh, to Led Zeppelin and I laughed out loud I go no what in, in order for them not to sound shitty I was like are you out of your fucking mind the, the Beatles didn't have high skill level when it came to their instruments um, every one of Led Zeppelin's instruments uh, Instrumentalists were fucking phenomenal. John Bonham is known as one as as one of the greatest drummers on the face of the fucking planet throughout all of history. He fucking played Moby Dick with his hands. <laughs> That's a shout out to uh, Step Brothers. I'm playing John Bonham's playing Moby Dick for real. <laughs> uh, but he was oh god, John Paul Jones. All those guys are fucking awesome. Robert Plant, fuck off dude who on who in the Beatles even together has a voice like Robert Plant get out of here man Robert Plant's voice was angelic as much as I don't like uh, and I know well I'm not a super huge fan of um, James Maynard Keenan's uh, or Maynard James Keenan's uh, politics nor his anti-christianity um but that guy has got a fucking hell of a voice. Oh, man, if only we had a guy on our side like that. Fuck. Maynard's voice is just, it's something else, man. Uh, really, really good. And, uh, I, you know, I mean, it, it makes me want to like his music, but I'm the type of person, I need quality in there, not just... Uh, well, there's two types of quality, right? You have the sound quality, but also the quality of what the music is intending to do. The promotion, you know, that's what you, that's what I stand by. If your promotion, if you're promoting something shitty, I don't like it, you know. Um, and take it like this: if you're prom- if they're promoting uh, uh, sex traffic, no. If they're promoting child molestation, would you listen to them? Would you listen, think of your favorite songs. If they were about child raping, would you listen to it? See what I mean? I can't do it. I just can't. I can't admit that something is a good song if it's about bad shit. So, um, and when it comes to, listen, uh, in in 10,000 Days, which is Tool's, is it their last album? I know they're coming out with another one. But a lot of their shit, sober, was all was shitting all over Catholicism and Mother Mary. Um, or no, no, no. I think that was all, that was shitting all over Christianity, and then Judith was shitting all over um, Mother Mary. One of them was, but both of those you have Judith from A Perfect Circle and then um, sober from Tool. All of that, and even the title Ten Thousand Days" was all about his mom, Maynard James Keenan's mother was a stand-up lady. She was a, uh, a Christian. And he, I guess, felt more 
offended that his mom tried to get him to be Christian, um, then then the Marines tried to make him a Marine. If you didn't know, Maynard James Keenan is a bit of a badass dude. He uh, he went into the Marines. He's from Michigan. He went into the Marines, uh, came out, has a fucking incredible voice. You know, he rolls around with the with the Diaz brothers. He is a jujitsu black belt. He's he's fucking badass. There was a uh, there's a video of him on stage, and there's a guy that jumps up on stage and like tries touching him and holding on to him, and he fucking flips him. He does a judo flip and then uh, or a judo um, side throw, and then puts him into a one armed rear naked choke while he's singing with his other holding the microphone in his other hand. Um, he's he's a tough guy for sure, and he owns his own winery. I kind of want to taste that wine, see what that's all about. But um, ever since two, Ten Thousand Days, which was I want to say the last album, uh, that was I it just reading the lyrics and shit. It sounded a lot better. It sounded like uh, like he had kind of come around a little bit, and in one part, it, it also sounded like his mom made an influence on him where he's not he's not so much of an anti-christian anymore as he used to be so uh here's hoping that's the truth but uh and he's come out to not necessarily defend donald trump but more so to defend people or i'm sorry to shit on people who don't know why they know things you know what i mean which i've i've talked about myself so wow i went from neil pert to james or uh, maynard james keenan uh Anyhow, so back to Neil Pert. Um, you know, it's it, well, it's sad because more so, I think uh, one I didn't know, so it kind of still stands true. Uh, I'm not like super saddened. It's not like I knew the guy and you know we shared information with one another or something. Um, it's I think a little bit more sad because I, I don't get to hear any more of his music, and that kind of sounds shitty. Kind of sounds callous, like. I just want him to do something for me. But, um, I mean, but that's how I knew him. That's how everybody knew him, you know? But, uh, I have, I had a lot of respect for him. Um, he was, him and John Bonham were, I think they were pals and they used to go back and forth with who could grow their kit bigger. Now John Bonham died too. And I, I I think it was some kind of drug overdose, maybe heroin, I don't think it was heroin. I don't know if it, heroin was that big back in the day. It was some kind of drug. I can't, I don't think it was cocaine. <laughs> like, as, as bad as they make cocaine out to be, not that I think it's it's good or anything, but I don't think it killed as many people as people think that cocaine killed people. Um, it's kind of a slower drug. Can you overdose on it? Yeah. See, that's that's how much I don't know about coke, is, uh, is what you, how much you can you have to, or you can do before you die. Um, I know that it killed, uh, my, one of my dad's best friends. He, uh, but it was a slow process. He had done Coke for so long that his heart couldn't keep up with it anymore. And he died in his fifties. And even the doctor was like, just stop doing Coke. He was like, smoke weed. I don't give a shit. Just stop doing Coke. And he wouldn't stop doing Coke and his heart gave out. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so John Bonham died, fuck, what, back in the 80s? Early 80s or something like that? I could look it up, but I'm not gonna. Um, so I really didn't get to know him that well. 
<laughs> like I knew him personally. I didn't get to know his music that well until um, I think after high school I started getting into Led Zeppelin. Maybe it was before it. But Dire Maker was um, my favorite. Hands down, it was my favorite song. And uh, I had only heard it a few times growing up, which is really odd. Um, and then uh, and then I started hearing it. And it was around the time that I got really into reggae. Uh, I'm a big fan of Bob Marley. Bob Marley is one of my, my all-time favorites. Three Little Birds. Oh, God, I love that song. Um, but uh, Dire Maker from Led Zeppelin is, 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 is I don't know, it, it, it reminds me of a little bit of like a Bob Marley um side to it or, or aspect to it or, or what have you and uh, I think it's a big reason why I also love uh, 311 you know it's just good sounding you know you get into a good groove a good feeling type of music and uh, Dire Maker was that and that's the thing that set me off about Led Zeppelin because it it went from Dire Maker into um, I tell you I'm not a big fan of uh, of Stairway to Heaven and I know most other people are it's just I don't know it's not my favorite, you know. Uh, the Immigrant Song, fuck. What a badass song that is. Um, Cashmere, I'm not a super big fan of. I guess I'm not, I don't like ballads a whole bunch. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to shit on somebody else that does. Um, there's a couple of other ones in there and I can't think of them right now. The one where it's the, the uh, acoustic guitar, I can't think of the name of it. And it starts off, hey lady... Da, 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 da. You know that one? And then it goes into shouting. God, man, that guy has such a good voice. He did something with... Uh, what's her name from Fleetwood Mac? He did something with her not too long ago. But I think Robert Plant's still around. And I think John Bonham and John Paul Jones are dead. I think. Maybe all three of those guys are alive and it was only John Bonham. Because I know they were touring with John Bonham's son. He had, and that's a cool thing, you know, when, when, you're, when your kid picks up what you were doing and then all of a sudden you're, you are Led Zeppelin again, you know, that's, that's awesome. But, uh, yeah, so he died. and but, Oh, that was the story. Neil Peart and John Bonham used to go back and forth with who could build the bigger drum set. And I think Neil Peart won. And I mean, it was just, dude, they would buy toms. They had so, if you don't know what a tom is, so I'll explain a, a drum set for you real quick, okay? Uh, you have drumsticks, right? And you beat it on shit and it makes noise. Boom. Uh, on the floor, you have to use, you, it's, it's an instrument where you have to use all four of your limbs, all right? Your two feet, your two hands. You sit on a stool, we call that a throne. Uh, right in front of you, there's a, 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 a silver drum and we call that a snare. That's the one that you always hear, doom. Ta, doom, ta, doom, ta. That other, that doom, that is from the uh, kick drum. That's the one that you hit with your right foot usually if you're an orthodox drummer. Uh, uh, cross, um, fuck, what do they call that? Cross, cross, cross something drummer. You got the open, open hand style and the cross style. I learned raw. I learned very raw on my own. My dad taught me very little about drums. I'm sure today he'd be like, oh, I taught him everything he knows. Never taught me how to hit the, the, the kick drum and the crash at the same time to make the boom crash. But anyway, um, so you have the snare. When you're playing your, your hands over one another, crossed over one another, if you're right-handed, you're, you're hitting a cymbal. And it's two cymbals that come together. That's called the hi-hat. 
um, then you're going to have some crashes. Those are the symbols that are up that you always see the guys hitting with the sticks, right? Those are your crashes. Right above the snare, right in front of you, are going to be what's called the toms. So if you ever hear me call it a tom, that's what those are. Uh, I don't know how, how many John Bonham or Neil Peart came up with, but they had a dick ton. Uh, to the right, and what you'll see in a lot of modern day sets today, is um, you'll see two floor toms. So you have the mounted toms and then you have the floor toms kind of to the right of a right-handed drummer. Uh, obviously for left-handed, everything's switched over or much like, um, fuck, what's his name? Dave Matthews Band? And you see this, I, this is a strange thing that I noticed. Um, it's not bad, don't think I'm saying bad shit, but a lot of black drummers play open style, which means that they keep the rhythm with their left hand on the hi-hat, and then they're hitting the right uh, the snare with their right hand. That fucks me up. <laughs> I'm a crossover drummer. Um, I, keep, I keep the rhythm with my right hand, which is anytime you hear a souped up tempo from like fucking Vanilla Ice or whatever, a hi-hat with a souped up tempo, that's your tempo, that's your rhythm, and you're keeping that with your right hand. Ta -ta 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 -ta. Okay? And then your snare comes down usually every couple of beats, depending on what beat you're playing, if you're beating, you're playing an offbeat or whatever. Um, I, I, I'm a big fan of the double pedal um, instead of, of uh, who had the double kicks? I think it was Metallica first guys to come out with double kicks. I think Lars Ulrich, who I like. I know a lot of people don't like him. I don't quite know why. I think they think he's sold out and the rest of Metallica are, but I like Metallica. Uh, I don't like all of their songs, um, but I like plenty of them. I think Lars Ulrich is fucking a, and, and a really good drummer. I think who's a dude that was married to uh, Pamela Anderson? I can't stand him. Um, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. He's a cunt. I can't stand that motherfucker. I was so happy when uh, Kid Rock punched him. Fucking jawed him, dude. Oh, God. Go watch that video. Kid Rock is... That dude is legit. Kid Rock is a good dude. And I kind of wonder what... Because he used to be friends with Eminem. I wonder if they're still friends ever since Eminem was like, if you voted for Donald Trump, fuck you. I wonder if Kid Rock was like, I would beat that motherfucker's ass. <laughs> and he would. I would take Kid Rock any day over uh, um, Eminem. Anyway, um, Tommy Lee, I am not a fan of. Uh, he's just a, he's a goof. Um, and he never, he played, God, the hair metal, dude, they were not good drummers. They just weren't. They were pocket drummers at best. It was a 2-4 beat, just doom, cha, doom, cha, doom, cha. You know, it's like, all right, this is gay. I don't want to listen to this. But they did get all the girls back in the day with the fucking big hair. Uh, but Neil Pert, Neil Pert was the man, dude. Sad he's gone. Tom Sawyer, one of my all-time favorite songs. Uh, yeah. If I ever had, I don't know, man. If I ever had, like, the dream that I got going on right now with the book and, and what I could hopefully do with, like, the book signings and shit, uh... I would definitely be playing that song um, on the drums um, at a signing, and you, you might, you maybe one day might understand what I'm talking about when I say that. Uh, but yeah, Neil Pert, uh, yeah, that's too bad. So that's a whole lot of uh, music for you. 
Um, what was I going to say about the toms, about the drum set? So that's a drum set. Uh, you got a big crash over your right, or a big cymbal, I should say, that's called your ride. And then you have the crashes uh, on the booms, on the... Um, oh, I can't think of stuff. That's all your hardware. Uh, you have the, the boom stands, which would... A boom is kind of a, a leg over, if you will, or arm over so that you can hang something over. You got boomed um, in construction and shit like that. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot to it. Oh, but when, when it came to Bonham and, and uh, Pert, I mean, they were buying everything little, like just little shit that they could tack on. Uh, Neil Pert was on one of the late night hosts, uh, talk show hosts, shows where he was, it was his solo tour for a bit, and he came out with his drum set. I mean, he had, it, it was a complete circle of nothing but drums. And, and one section was like electronic drums, another section was like his uh, his completed set, which was just cymbals everywhere. And I love playing a, a ton of cymbals. Fast crashes and splashes, every inch of splash that you can get, every inch of, of crashes and rides. You get your China Boys, you got, oh God, it's, it was, he's got, he had a fucking badass set. Um, and he was good. He knew how to play them all. Like there's, there's a lot of small things, uh, that, that he would do that just, if you were a drummer, it would just go, holy shit. How can you do that? You know, how can you keep the, the timing all together with all of your limbs? It's, there's a lot there, you know? So, um, you know, rest in peace, John Bonham and Neil Pert. And, uh, and Kobe and, and anybody else that died that's cool and did good shit. But also, from what I understand, Kobe Bryant, uh, I just found out some other shit that he had done. Not not like Illuminati stuff that I know of. Um, but uh, I still haven't found out about the, the, the court case on that. I'll have to look into it if I get if I get around. But there's just too much shit going on. I, don't, I doubt I'm going to. Who knows? Maybe there might be some other information that comes out about that. Um, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, be accountable, be responsible. Don't be liberal.